and welcome to the Chits and Chat podcast. I am Kaz Gable. And I'm Alex Cruzy. And I have a cold today, so apologize if my voice sounds more nasally than normal. I was listening back to previous podcasts and thinking, man, my voice is a little nasally. I get a little stuffy there. So this is 10 that, times that's that. That's just your so. voice, man. <laughs> I know. You just I sound know. nasally. So Although, had, what makes it what makes it sound better is my voice is way more nasally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the one edge I had I've lost because I have a cold. So dang it! But uh, hopefully, maybe maybe there'll be no difference. People are like, we couldn't tell that you were sick at all. So uh, regardless of that, I think I'm still able to be understood. And uh, let's get into the game we're talking about today. I uh, realize, actually, that I had a different version of this game since the last time we talked about it. Uh, the game, of course, everyone, is Machi Koro. It is a um, city-building game Excuse me. Uh, out of Japan. It originally came out in 2012. Um, it was designed by Masao Suganuma. And let's see, who would publish this bad boy? I'm trying to remember. Uh, IDW? Mine is DW? Pandasaurus Games. Pandasaurus. Although okay. it's again many other companies. Yeah, quite a few. It was. A, it's a Japanese oh, game, IDW obviously. Games as well. Yeah, there, it looks like yeah. there's two on it now that I'm looking at it. <laughs> there's a bunch of publishers, as is common with a lot of games. But uh, it's a. It was Japanese game and uh, came over to us. Um, and Machi Koro has a lot of expan or several expansions. It has a standalone expansion which is called bright lights big city which changes the game a little bit and that's actually the game that that i have i have bright lights big city that for some reason last time we we did another previous review of this and i realized afterwards that i was not playing standard machi goro <laughs> and oh boy. Uh, they're very they're very similar there's only a couple changes but but anyway machi goro is right, a little city city building game where you're building a town and um uh alex you want to you want to run through the rules real quick I'll do the rules, and then how, you tell how do you me what's play different about your game. How do you play it? You can't. You actually can't play this game. Uh, <laughs> so Machi Koro, uh, basically, as he said, town-building game. The The word Machi actually means town. Koro means the sound dice make when they roll. Uh, but each of you starts with uh, two little uh, establishments, I believe is what they're called. A bakery and a wheat field. And everyone also starts with four... Uh, landmarks and this is the goal of the game they are not built yet they are on they are flipped over they are unbuilt you need to build them and to win the game the first person to build all four of those landmarks will win the game so the way the game works is on a turn the active player will roll one die although in future turns they may roll two and i'll get get to that later <laughs> they'll roll a die whatever number shows up on that will pay out either just you or everybody. And the way payouts work is it depends on what um, establish establishments you have in front of you. Each establishment has a number on top of it and a colors, color associated with it. The number on top tells what number has to be rolled for it to pay out. And then the color tells you uh, what people will get paid out based on it. So there are four different colors. There's blue. Blue means everyone gets paid out for that. Green means that only the person who rolled the die will get paid for it if they have that card. Uh, and there is a red card. Red cards mean uh, you get paid by the person who rolled that card if you have that card. Uh, and then the last one is a purple card, which means uh, you get paid by other people rather than from the, the supply. Uh, 
based on if you rolled it. So those those are the four different color cards that can happen. And so basically you're trying to build that income and then you can use that money to spend on other establishments to add or you can spend that money to build your landmarks and all the landmarks get progressively harder to purchase although you can purchase them in any order that you want to uh, and there's always a uh, the marketplace always has I think it's like let's see there's uh, I'm gonna say about 13 give or take one or two uh, <laughs> in the field so they're they're always available to you although if a one runs out then it it runs out and you, you missed out on getting those things. Uh, and they the numbers run from, what, 1 to 12? Because that's what you can roll on either one dice or two dice. So uh, back to the landmarks. <laughs> uh, when you build these landmarks, they give you special abilities. So And there's four special abilities because there's four landmarks. Uh, the cheapest one, the train station, allows you to roll either one or two dice on your turn. Uh, and when you roll the two dice on your turn, you always do the sum of them. You don't have the option of going, oh, I'll use each of them. So... None of that. Uh, the next one is, and I just in in my in my area, I just dropped it on the floor because I have sticky hands. Uh, each <laughs> it's the shopping mall. It makes some of your establishments produce more money. So anything with like a coffee cup or a I think it's a store symbol. So the coffee cups are the ones that are red, and the store symbols are usually contain ones that are green. Uh, the amusement park uh, is the next one, and if you roll doubles. Then you get another turn after it, and the radio tower, the most expensive one, uh, is the one that gives you the chance to re-roll if you didn't like what you rolled the first time. Uh, so these give you certain abilities, and again, you can do them in any order. So if you can build up enough money to uh, pay 22 coins to build that radio tower, you're gonna make it's gonna be a, like a downhill. Uh, climb a downhill climb that is like huh that interesting makes, analogy that makes no sense i i often <laughs> climb down a hill <laughs> it's gonna be an uphill slide on that one <laughs> uphill slide <laughs> it's a good name uh, for a band yeah and that's slide. basically the whole game uh the one one thing that is um kind of it's all up to you on what your strategy is i usually take the strategy of I'm going to stick with one die and just fill fill it up. Or there's the strategy of, oh, I'm just going to get all the red cards and make everybody pay me so they always run out of money and things like that. But that's, for the most part, that that's basically it. What is different about the big lights, big city, or big city, big lights, or small lights, big city? I can't remember <laughs> what it's called. Um, the, main, the main difference is the randomizing of the market. So the way Machikoro is, is that the market cards that are available, um, they're always the same. There's always the same stacks that you can draw from. The uh, Bright Lights in Big City randomizes what's available. So it's, it, I, I, it makes it so you have to adjust your strategy uh, as you play. So what they organize them into is um, number... Uh, pile. So there's like, so it's not just a giant stack of all the buildings available and they come off the top. There are rows of buildings. I think it's one through. Uh, if I'm not top of my head, uh, let me let me look it up real quick. But anyway, so it's like one. It's a certain. It's like one through seven, and then uh, eight through fourteen. I think is what it is. And then you have those available. Um, uh, th those two stacks are gonna go. So typically. I like that way of doing it because then it breaks it up into building types that are coming out in different areas um, and obviously doesn't make it so it's just one giant row. That's the main difference. I th 
I'm trying now, to remember. I noted I, you said 14. Uh, does it include cards that allow you to add values to what you roll? Or did you um, do math wrong? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's three dice that are available. So it lets you... Oh. Trying, to, trying to remember how that works. I think it lets you... Um, Jeez, I really need to play Machi Koro because I'm just so used to <laughs> so used to this game. Uh, but anyway, th- yeah, it does allow you to add the different. There, there are ways to add the differences, or, or uh, I'm sorry, to add make up the difference that a lack of two six sided dice can get you there. So that's pretty much the main difference. Otherwise, it is mostly the same game. It feels exactly okay. what like you're describing as the base game of Machi Koro. You're still building cities. You're still striving to get these landmarks built. Um, you're just there's a little bit more variability between uh, options in the market. All right, all right. Now I I mentioned my strategy of usually sticking with one die and making bank off that. What is your strategy? I usually do that too. I feel like the times that I have gone for the second die it's um uh it's not gone as well i think it's a viable strategy for sure but i think that there's benefit to sticking with the one like the lure of having ooh two so i can be more effective yeah but it also your odds shift in a different way than having just one dice and or one die and focusing on that one die do so i kind of typically do the same thing yeah yeah, the, the, the way they make the cards is so that the all the cards that have like seven and above, uh, they tend to have bigger payouts. So it's just like instead of getting paid like one coin every time you roll, it's like you get paid three coins for every one of these different types of cards you have. So it, they tend to have bigger payouts, but then again, you have the less chance of rolling those. So it's, uh, it's whether you want a gigantic windfall of money or if you want that steady income. So basically, uh, it's it's it's... Uh, your investments did you want to go with a risky uh, high yield or the types of things or did you want to go with the slow and steady wins the race idea and i tend to go with the assured i'm definitely gonna get money because it really sucks when you have a turn and it's like yeah i don't got any money i don't gonna buy anything it's your turn yeah yeah that's one of the biggest (laughs) i think that's one of the flaws I, i i like this game i think it's a good simple city building game but one of the flaws is that you can have turns where just nothing happens i mean it's quick but it, there are turns where, like, especially at the beginning, it's a slow buildup, <laughs> you know. And um, I would say that's a that's I don't know if it's a flaw of the game or just part of the game because it does get rolling, but it's it can be a slow start sometimes. Was that supposed to be a pun? It gets rolling. That- <laughs> yeah, it gets rolling uphill. Um, rolling oh yeah, uphill. just to clarify. <laughs> To that uh, Machi Coral Big Bright Lights Big City is so I, I was like I'm trying to remember because there's expansions that are part of it. Uh, my understanding is that it's just so there's Machi Coral and then there's a Harbor expansion and a Millionaire's Row expansion. My understanding is Big Lights Bright Lights Big City is both of those expansions and they took out a couple cards from the expansions, but it's basically both those expansions in the box and then with the you know the marketplace difference. So interesting. If you yeah if you I mean Machi Coral is fine too. It is more simple. But still, both games are fairly simple. You know, it's not like you're suddenly in deep, deep strategy with Bright Lights Big City. So it's just kind of yeah. how appealing it is to you. Uh, one thing I will say is that what what is time um, length for Machi Koro for you, typically? I, it totally depends on how many people you have playing. Uh, I yeah, was able true. to play, I played two two-player games 
over the past week, they flew by. Like they like it, it was like, whoa, the game ended already. How did this? It, I felt like it lasted right. like 10 turns and it's just like it's over because yeah. like it, when you have two players, it's like you don't have to wait for for. I'm not really sure what it is. Like you're just making bank. Also, you you don't have as many restrictions as to, oh well, they purchased that now. I need to purchase that. Like there's a lot less. Ooh, I have to you know, look at what they're doing and kind of curb that. No, there's pretty much everything's always available because the piles like they don't run out unless I'm, maybe I'm playing wrong and I didn't see in the rules where you have to like get rid of things uh, from from the market, but. Like you can, I I just did like things where it's just like, oh, I have like a whole field of twos. Whenever I roll a two, that's when I'm going to make, make bank. And, uh, and, and I was like, all right, well I build the the hardest one and now it's really easy to make all the other ones. So no problem. Uh, yeah, those two games went really fast. But then after that, I played a four player game. That one lasted a bit longer. I'd say that probably lasted 45 minutes, maybe half hour. I don't know. It was fun. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think Bright Lights Big City is longer typically in Machi Kuro, because I think it can easily, it says 30 minutes on the box, but it can easily be pushing an hour with, you know, four people. It play. the other thing that is a little different is it does play two to five. I think Machi Kuro original is two to four. Yes. But if you get um, any of the expansions, yes, it does add the fifth. There was an event that happened at our board game group a while ago that people were just astounded by where there was a five-player Bright Lights Big City game and it lasted two and a half hours and no one Goodness is under un- no one un- understands why or how but it was just it was so long and I think what it can happen is there's more variability in options in Bright Lights Big City and I think there's a was a little bit of analysis paralysis but it was just weird because there's a lot of these are you know, seasoned gamers, and so it was just odd still that it lasted. A simple game like this lasted that long. Yeah, I know. Uh, I have the Harbor expansion, and if you include that, it does add the variability. I've played it that way. And yeah, those games can last pretty long, because sometimes it's just the way the marketplace is. It's like no one can afford anything right now, so it's going right. to take a while for things to build up. And like... <laughs> Sometimes it's just like you're you're forced into a strategy that it's like oh this is gonna this is gonna extend the game we're just gonna be robbing from each other the, for the rest of the game right now it's gonna take a while before someone can do anything that's worth anything right and that's one of, that's another complaint that I have heard is that there's a there are some kind of loops that can develop because of the of those strategies where if you have a lot of robbing from other people cards yeah that's good you can try to bankrupt them but conceivably it's just like you just said it can just make the game longer and if if it works out in a certain way it's just kind of an annoying like extension uh mechanism more than anything else so yeah um that is that is a complaint about it but uh but overall i really like machikaro i i think it does a good job it's very cute style of art um it feels very japanese uh the art style feels very japanese in in the sort of brightness of color bold bright um almost like prime colors and it does scratch that itch of of that city building itch or that civ building itch it's not quite civ it's more just city but but i really like it a lot and i also like it a lot for playing with uh, younger players because it's more of a simple city builder it can get a little aggressive but not not really and it's simple it's only like 1.75, 1.75, I think, on complexity on Board Game Geek for Big Bright Lights, Big City. Uh, let's see, what's Machikoro? 
Let's see. But so so anyway, you were saying you were playing it mostly with two, but you played a couple four player games recently as well. Yeah. In fact, the the four player game I played with someone who doesn't often play board games. They they're not like a a board game person. They're just they uh, they're. Uh, they're a partner of one of the people that we, we usually play with, who's a huge, oh, okay. huge gamer, and uh, he he'll he'll show he showed up and he's just like, hey, what's going on? We were like in the middle of playing Dominion, and then we're like, all right, let's play some other game. And I'm like, it's not going to be as complicated as that last game, Tr- trust me. And he's a way yeah. more hesitant. He he doesn't really care about if he plays a board game. It's just like, a, all right, fine, I guess I'll play. And he was enjoying right. it. Uh, actually, nice. he was a city planner, so that may have helped him enjoy the game a bit more. <laughs> not that this is all about the theme but uh, <laughs> yeah. I've, i felt I like he had an based edge, on my job he didn't he, he didn't come anywhere close to winning but he he was intimidating in the early game <laughs> yeah I, I i i really that's one of the reasons why i like machi Caro a lot is it's just a really good intro game to city building style games and the other thing which i love 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 one of my favorite mechanisms of games is the you do something but it affects other players um, I like the fact that you can build your strategy around other people benefiting from other people's roles. I really like that. That that makes the game fun and engaging when you have rounds, or especially with big light, bright lights, big city, five people, and it's going around the table and it's coming. You know, it takes time to come back to you. You still have you're still engaged because you're watching what's going to happen. You need to collect your money because some of your billings pay off on certain roles from other players. So that's that's one of the main reasons why I do do love it or like it i wouldn't say i, I yeah, wouldn't say it, i love it is really this nice game, but i do like this game when someone rolls the one and everyone's like ah and like everybody's just like yes i mean everybody makes money and it's it's, it's really yeah. nice when that happens yeah so yeah it's a it's a fun collaborative feeling in a way even though you are competing to make your own little city and build for some reason the same four landmarks <laughs> you're all just striving for the same four things in your city to be crowned king of japan i don't know what your yeah. what the actual story would be but um uh yeah let's see uh it kind of reminds me of my my complaints or frustration with um the flow of history like this is a much simpler that's more of a civ building game than a city but this is that similar structure where it's developing a society <clears throat> where this is kind of I, I kind of thought flow of history was going to be more simplistic than it is. And so when I do want to introduce a Civ game, this is if depending on how experienced the gamer is, this is probably the game that I would bring out. Yeah. This is a definitely a great introduction game. I I it's it's probably not one of those games where you're gonna play it more than once in a night. Like sure. you're not yeah. gonna play it and then be like, let's play it again. You might. If you've just like just learned it, you might want to do that. But after you've played it a few times, you're just like, okay, I kinda I kinda get what's going on. I I'm not really in the mood for it. It's one of those games where you kinda leave it on the shelf and it's like, hey, I haven't played that in a while. Let's play it again. That was that's that was I, I missed that. That the yeah. that really feel to it. Yeah, it scratches the itch uh, for a light game um of that civ building of that civil or City, why I keep saying civ. city, city building style. So it's like there are you're going to go through this want... whole thing, and you're just going to edit it, and, and you're just going to go, yeah, city building, city, civ, civ. <laughs> uh, like, uh, uh, what's the other one? Uh, Suburbia. Suburbia is another great game, and I that I like, which is a little more com- has more complexity to it, um, and that's more when I really want to get into the meat of 
of uh, building a city and just have fun with um, kind of the silliness that can, you know, there's more there's more free reign on um, uh, what can happen. Uh, and like things gonna line up really silly. You can put it like a landfill next to your sub- suburbs, and it's just ridiculous. But when I want to scratch an itch or have a quicker play, then I Majikora is definitely an option that I reach for. And also, like I was saying, for newer gamers as an intro game, but specifically for younger gamers, like this is a game that I can actually play with my son, which I really like. He doesn't obviously get all the strategy, but it's bright enough, colorful enough, and there's enough happening that we can. Uh, he gets he gets the game. So if you have little children, or if you have children to play with, or your friends are real dum dums, um, and you need to <laughs> need games that they can understand, this is this is a great one. I had a friend recently uh, who was telling me about uh, his buddy, who was just one of those people that just like he just doesn't get games. Like some for some reason the 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 logic of strategy or the logic of rule systems of games are just like hard for him to to process or comprehend. He's not a dumb person, but it's just. I don't know, and so they were. He were kind of laughing because they were playing. Uh, is this, this person really a serial game. killer? Is, I feel like you're describing <laughs> a serial killer. They don't understand they facial don't understand cues, emotions, <laughs> or empathy. But they were playing this really simple game, and then he was having just real trouble remembering the rules as they were playing. And then later, he was like telling people about this just ridiculously complicated game they were playing. And I can't remember what it was. I think it was like Space Base or something like that. And they're like, "What are you talking about, man? It's so easy. Just you get something." You put it right there. There. Anyway. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, what else can we say about Machikoro? Uh, the expansions, like I said, there's there are um, several expansions. Bright Lights Big City incorporates two of them, Harbor and Millionaire's Row. Harbor, what I've always heard about Harbor is that Harbor is definitely w- the one to pick up. Like, Machikoro is yeah. great as a base game, but it is uh, fairly simple as a game and small. And if that's what you want, perfect. Harbor, though, does add some variability and gets really well rated. So typically people recommend at least getting Harbor um, or you get yeah, I like Harbor. I, I do find that occasionally and this. Maybe it's just the few games that I've played. There's occasionally there are those times where it's just like because certain because the market, as you indicated, is it's kind of random. It's never always yeah. the same things. You sometimes get trapped into those situations where there one card shows up that's amazing for anybody who can get it. And then right. that one person gets it and then it doesn't show up for the longest time. And then that one person just makes bank off of that. And that that's the one irritating thing. But if that doesn't happen, it can be a really then it's really good. So, again, it's a dice rolling game. There's going to be randomness to it. So you kind of right. take take the good with the bad type of situation. So you try not to let the, those one particular games kind of get you down. And but uh, overall, it's pretty good. It just can be a little just a little bit frustrating when it's just like, oh, man, there's nothing I can do. And now I have to sit here for, you know, a half hour to possibly an hour, depending on how tedious this is going to be until that person finally has enough to win the game. You know, and it, it, right. I don't I don't like it, but I like it like I, I'm willing to forgive <laughs> it because I don't know if there is any way around that. And I was actually looking into the other expansion, Millionaire's Row, and I was actually looking at some of the cards. It was what I was reading before your phone call shook me out of it and scared the living bejesus <laughs> out of me. <laughs> I can sense when uh, you're unexpecting the call. Yeah. And so it has, and I don't know if all the cards are like this, but it has a couple of those cards that I'm like, well, maybe that would kind of curb some of the things. It has certain cards where it's like, you only get paid if you have certain numbers of landmarks. So like, there's a cornfield that will pay out on threes and fours, but it only pays you um, 
if you have two constructed landmarks or less. So if if you're okay. doing really well, it won't pay you out anymore. So yeah. that I kind of I, I feel like that would kind of help now that I think about it. And it has a cu- yeah, couple of other cards it. in yeah. there as well, where it's like, oh, you only get robbed from if you have more than two landmarks. And so it's just like, all right, you know, where it, it has kind of a little balancing mechanism. And I'm now now I'm slowly interested in this. So. <laughs> Yeah, and like I said, some of those that, that some of that is incorporated into Bright Lights Big City. I actually now that I know that I didn't realize it was both expansions, um, and then uh, in Bright Lights Big City, I'm gonna after we stop recording, I'm really curious, so I'm gonna take out my copy and go through and curious what they removed from the expansions when they made a big box Bright Lights Big City. Um, other than that, did you know that they're making a legacy game, Machi Kuro? I, I think know it comes out this a year. Legacy game. I'm very interested in it. I am too. I'm kind of curious how, because it's not very expensive. So it's like just a, uh, I think it's a 10 game series legacy game is what it said. Let me just double check that. Yeah. 10 game series. So they're doing a 10 game play legacy. Um, and that's really interesting because there's not been a lot of games that are as simple as Machi Core, at least not that I'm aware of that have legacy. Although we're going to see more and more legacy games pop up here and there, but um, but yeah, I'm really interested in that as well. I'm curious what they're going to do with it because it seems like a fun. Yeah. It'd be a fun game to play feel, as Legacy. I feel like this is a great game for like for for a Legacy format. Yeah, I, yeah. I think the thing the things they can do with it, things they can add. It's one of those things where yeah, you can easily pop something in or pop something out, and and I I I'm really interested. As soon as this is available, I totally want to check this out. Um, because I think. I think the fact that yes, there are the, those games where it's just like, oh no, I, I I think having the legacy format makes it so like, oh yeah, that one person who won, don't worry about that. Now now they have this boon, or everyone else has this this thing that they gained from it. And I think that I'm I'm excited to see. Now it's it's possible they could totally screw this up, and it could be. Utterly horrible. I, I, I'm They've hoping never that never screwed it is up not. a legacy game before. Come on, it's not possible. No, no one has ever screwed up a legacy game. <laughs> yeah, it could go really bad. It could like just double yeah. down on some of the things that are frustrating about Machi Karo. But um, well, hey, let's talk. Let's talk real quick about uh, taking it out and about. That that is yes, the point of this was, series. But um, that's the whole point. <laughs> I think I think Machi Karo actually fits a really nice spot and. Uh, taken out and about games it, it's it's a bright uh light feeling game that feels uh fun like we mentioned there are some frustrations that can happen with card options in bright lights big city or the harbor expansion or and uh, of course uh maybe the ramping up slowly if the dice aren't friendly to everyone on the rolls but that's usually over quickly and, and then you can get really into the game so i i think it's a really great game for having uh, out with you because it's so late you can have a conversation over and you have those events that affect everybody so the whole table's involved when things go well or they go bad you're like yay or oh or ooh. <laughs> so it has those moments built into the game that incorporate everyone yeah it can be a bit of a table hog i'm not sure how yes because we, yeah, i was playing with like the standard base version for the uh-huh. for the last week it does because you have to put out like the 14 piles and then you also have to have your own little tableau of cards in front of you and so it can take up a bit of a space i think that when we were playing our two-player game we were playing on a, a pretty big table we went to like a a pizza place that was kind of like a shared table area and so we had 
basically a gigantic table to work on. So it wasn't it wasn't too bad. When we played the four-person game, we were actually working on a very small table. Uh, we weren't eating anything at that point. We were just doing <laughs> drinks at that point. So it wasn't too bad. But it was a pretty skinny table, but it, it was wide. So that helped accommodate things. Um, I, it wasn't too troubling, although... Uh, Liz occasionally would knock some of her cards off the table, and I'd be like, "Stop doing that." <laughs> that, but, uh, that yeah, and that's that is the big holdback I think is that you you wouldn't want to play it on a small table at all. You just can't because the marketplace takes up a chunk of space, and you're going to be rolling yeah. dice, so you need space to do that. And then also, your little city is going to be getting bigger and bigger yeah. as well. So your card collection is going to get bigger not you always start with your landmarks not built in front of you so there's that those and then you're going to be expanding your city below you so you need to have the space to do it but if you do that i think it really lends itself well to the climate of uh of going out uh, the other downside i would say though is that the card quality is okay it's not bad it's not like these are made out of printer paper but it's not the best quality cards that I've I've seen they're they're gonna get beat up, but for a cheap game, it's like, eh, it's not that big of a deal. But if that's yeah. something that bothers and you, the thing is, even if they do get beat up, this is not one of those games where it's just like, oh, we need to keep the information about these cards secret. Right. So if it's yeah, something does happen, it's just like, eh, whatever. It's just yeah, it's, whatever. <laughs> it's it's the one with character. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's a really well used wheat field <laughs> that has water damage. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so I, I really think this is a great one. I actually uh, haven't taken it out a lot, but I, I think we're gonna, I'm going to, when, like, Shelly and I uh, are about to have a whole f- kid-free week, and I, I, we can't even believe it. And so we're going to be going out playing a lot of games, and I think I'm going to bring Machi Koro and make sure Machi Koro is on that list just because it's, uh, it's just fun. I just like the vibe of it um, w- when you're playing with a, with a fun group. You can really get into it. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, uh, all right. Who would play this game? I'm going to start out with my my classic, would my mom play yeah. this game? Would your mom play this game? Oh, I, let me guess. Let's see if I could guess. Um, Let's see if you can guess. Because this is a tough one. Okay, so pros for your mo- for the mom scale. Dice. There are dice involved. Cons. True. It is not all dice. <laughs> there, <laughs> there are things other than dice. Big con. Big con coming at you. Um <laughs> Bright. It's the. I think your mom would like the color or the art style of this. So I think that's pro. Um, I think though, ugh, I could go either way because I feel like there's almost a little too much, um, not complexity, too much kind of going on. But your mom really likes the the. Uh, I would think your mom would really like the take that middle, middle, limited take that aspect and also the fact that you are affected by other people's roles. So I'm gonna say, ugh. I'm going to say yes. <laughs> it's probably wrong. Your right, mom only so likes Sparkle. The, the, <laughs> the answer is I'm not sure. So your answer of just debating <laughs> over whether or not she would play it, that is the I correct I had a more answer. definitive answer than you. <laughs> and the answer is I don't know. <laughs> no, my, my, my answer is I, I would assume like this would be something yeah, where think? initially she'd be like, no, I don't want to play that. But I think I might be able to talk her into it. Now, whether she liked it after she played it, I don't know. But I, I probably could talk her into playing it, maybe. Just, again, because that <laughs> dice aspect. And exactly. there's not a lot. There's you don't dice. have to think too much. If you don't want to think too much about this game, you don't have to. I Do I have the money to buy it? All right, I'll buy it. You know. So I yeah. think I could probably talk her into it. But I don't know if I could keep her playing it. 
I don't know. Yeah, it, I don't. I don't think it, your mom it, would play this more than once. But I think <laughs> she might like it. Depends on the how the dice come out. Because if she if you had yeah. one of those games where it's kind of a slow build up and then you get into it, then definitely not. But I definitely think if she's having some good rolls, I think your mom would like the system of this game. But it would depend yeah. on how the dice are coming out. If she liked it at all. I can I can I can easily imagine her causing a commotion uh, during this game, like just shouting oh, yeah. about you know fives yeah. or something like you know, that. <laughs> Two suckers, yeah, um, yeah. I, we should start a sub podcast where we just <laughs> you get you trick your mom into playing games and then I we trick review my mom into playing her games. reaction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I can see it going either way. But uh, okay, what what else? How what's our other rating system? Who else would, besides Alex's mom? The, the more general more? rating system. Uh, <laughs> I, I think we've kind of kind of touched on it mostly uh, already. It's basically if you're looking for something that's not super involved, but also something where everyone can kind of just kind of have a casual vibe about it. Again, you're not going to be paying deep attention to it. It's one of those games where you can just kind of lay back, and even if you're not paying any attention there's usually someone going hey did you get your one coin for that you did you miss right. out i'm usually that guy was just like oh you missed that did you get your one coin you know and they're like oh no i didn't get my one coin that's my standard <laughs> you know i'm not paying that's my doofus voice <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah no I, but, usually uh, someone yeah, knows it's one of those by, games. by the by the way as a separate note i am also that person in games like i it always bugs me when people like I, there's one thing if someone's not paying attention, like and they're just bored and they're purposely not paying attention. Then it's just like, all right, whatever, you're not engaged. But if someone like misses something and then they don't get a coin, uh, if I notice, I will tell them. I, I always find I always hate when people are like, oh, part of the game is paying attention and noticing when you should get stuff. <laughs> yeah, to a degree. But also, I don't want to win against someone just because they forgot to get the bonuses they should be getting. That's like, to me, right. if you're going to win that way, it's like, well, then you're not as good as you think you are. <laughs> anyway, side note, total just pet peeve of mine. But yeah, uh, yeah who else? Okay, so um, the take that aspect. So how does Liz feel about this game? She enjoys this game. I don't think she's ever gotten to a point where she's like, oh, no, I like those, those red cards don't really like when I purchase one. She's like, oh, we're going there, are we? But the thing is, there are games <laughs> where she starts doing that. I'm like, oh, you're going there. Are right, you? right, right, this, right. It's going to be this kind of game. All right. <laughs> I, I can tell it is. Off. <laughs> but uh, s- since it's a die roll system, it's not like, oh, well, you totally planned for me to roll a three on that one. No, it's it's yeah. complete luck of the draw. And it's 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 not something where it's oh yeah I'm targeting you it's just oh I got lucky with the dice or oh I got unlucky with the dice type of a situation yeah so and definitely I mean, you there's kind no there's no real take that yeah and I mean you kind of build your strategy around it but like you said it's not direct and you're not targeting well it, there are ways to specifically target certain cities but um but you're not like going out of your way to target yeah. someone and and so and again, yeah there's, there's ways, ways to counteract it. Usually, yeah, that's like true. if someone's yeah. buying all the cafes, you just buy more bakeries, you know? So. Right. <laughs> which I like. That's the other thing I love about this game is the powers that counteract and which powers that belong to which buildings. It's so weird. I'm like, oh, a lot of cafes, huh? Well, guess what? I'm going to build bakeries. Okay. <laughs> like just the imagine <laughs> of having a construction war between those two types of buildings makes me laugh. But um, the other thing about it, like you just mentioned, I think. Uh, or we just got done talking about. I, I just love the lightness and silliness of of some 
building games and city buildings and civ building games and this definitely captures that and that's one of the reasons why i think it's so great for uh a crowd that's in just wants to have a good silly mood and not be too focused on strategy yeah uh let's see uh, what else you, who would who, if you are, okay if you are focused on strategy if you want a game that does have more strategy to it but not a lot more uh you mentioned this game earlier space base is yes. I, I think it's very similar to this game very uh, but has a bit more strategy it's been called machi koro in it. space and it's rightly so <laughs> yeah space space is uh we uh, my game group is turning into the space base game group because it seems like it's always being played over there. Uh, I love space base too. I think space space is great, and yeah, it's very much takes the Machi Koro engine and makes some tweaks and then puts it into space to build your city or your little base. I guess. Uh, who is this not for? Um, I guess someone who wants de- more depth of strategy, and um, yeah. the if, if you hate dice. Right, that's true. If you don't, don't like the don't luck element game. of dice, then yeah, that's, this is I think not that for you. boils it down. If you don't, yeah, if you're just much. like, oh, the dice. If that, if you can't get over the dice aspect, don't play the game. Other than that, yeah, you're, yeah, you're good. I, th- I don't I think anyone's going to go. Oh, I hate these beautiful colors. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's the thing. I love the palette of this game. It's so bright. It's so nice looking. Um, yeah, I mean that's pretty much it. Really, is not it's not like I don't. This is not a game people are going to have severe opinions about. Although I do know some, one of my friends hates Machikoro, and I've never. It's like why? How can you hate this game? It's so like I get if it's not your game, but it's not like a game you like despise. <laughs> like it's been so cruel to you. It's Machikoro. <laughs> um, yeah, and that that pretty much rounds it out. It's a it's a light fun game. There are not for everybody, of course, just like so many games. But I think. Most people who've tried this game will at least enjoy uh, their playthrough of it. it. And regardless of whether they come back to it or not, I think they'll have a good time. All right. All right. We've done it. We did it. Machi Koro. Um, let's see. What else can we talk about to you guys? I guess we can explain once again where you can reach us. You can come out and uh, hit us up at the podcast hosting site that we are a part of, which is eavesdrop.com. That's E-A-S-E-D-R-O-P.com. Uh, you can find us on the Chits and Chat page there. There's a, uh, a comment link you can click. Let us know what uh, what you want us to review, how our reviews are going, if we're wrong, if uh, um, you know, what, what, anything. Just how your day's going. What's yeah. up? What's your favorite color? We're, we're also on Twitter, so you can get us on Twitter at chits and chat tweet at us tweet Uh, i'm I'm horrible at tweeting i occasionally put pictures of games i played up that's about i don't know what else (laughs) to say (laughs) well we'll see it if you tweet at us we're terrible at tweeting ourselves I always, I always think of events. I'm so bad at it. I, in my, I know my phone's right there. It's so easy to do. I just, but I always think of like after I've done with something, I'm like, oh, I could have tweeted about that. Yeah, it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> I could have commented on that. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'd love to hear from you guys. So let us know, and um, we will catch you guys next week with another episode. Yes. Ha ha.